this morning together with joy. Let's welcome to the concluding session of Mercy Conference 2024, the resurrection all the way from the city of Abuja. Apostle Joshua Selma. Wow. same reason you clapped for me. The Bible says those who rule well should be counted double honor. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Hallelujah. One of the ways that you know quality leadership is when things suddenly happen like this. Isn't it amazing that in spite of all that happened all through the week, except for social media, you would not even know. Because the joy of the membership did not deplete. The participation and the passion did not deplete. The quality of the worship did not deplete. The zeal and the enthusiasm did not deplete. I think it's a reason to give Jesus a big, big shout of praise. Hallelujah. Please help me with my phone. Thank you. Let's lift our hands to heaven and give Jesus quality thanks this morning. Give him thanks from the depth of your heart. Father, we thank you as now the Lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We bless you and we honor you. We thank you because you are a mighty God. Bless him. Give him thanks. His word is about to come. The word that lifts. The word that enlightens. Imparting upon us once again resurrection power. Thank you, Father. Do us good this morning. In the name of Jesus. But thou, O oh Lord, art a shield for me. My glory to my hand. But thou, O oh Lord, art a shield for me. My glory, the lifter up of my head. Professor. But thou, O oh Lord, art a shield for me. My glory, you lift my head. Someone who is rising, prophesy. Thou, O oh Lord, art a shield for me. My glory, the lifter up of my head. One more time. Your heart. But thou, O oh Lord, Prophecy. 
You're my glory, the lifter up of my head. Over household of David, you're my glory, the lifter up of my head. Above shame, above reproach, by the resurrection power. Is someone prophesying over your life? You're my glory, the lifter up of my head. You're my glory, Prophetic word. final session I'll be teaching on the topic raised up with him raised up with him just as a final charge raised up with him in the course of this conference we discussed a number of things just a very quick recap on them number one I started by teaching us that there are foundational pillars as far as as salvation is concerned there are a number of truths that we must know if we are to genuinely walk in the resurrection power and i told us that there are four faces to salvation four faces to the gospel number one the revelation of the humanity of jesus number two his death number three his burial number four his resurrection and I even added one more, his ascension and glorification. That all of these facets must be captured in your understanding of salvation. Hallelujah. And then yesterday night, we considered the implication of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. How that if we are to experience the power that comes with his resurrection according to philippians chapter 3 and verse 10 it says that i may know him and the power of his resurrection we discussed a few implications of the resurrection number one we said the resurrection was a validation indeed that jesus was and is the son of god according to romans chapter 1 2 and 4 that he was declared to be the son of god by the spirit of holiness and even through the resurrection from the dead. Number two, that the resurrection gave credibility to every other word that Jesus had spoken. He said he will come back to life. And when he did come back to life, 
it gave us the credence to believe every other thing he has said. If Jesus did not resurrect, there would be no basis for believing any other thing he had said. Are we together? Number three, we said that the resurrection today has become the centrality of the gospel. The gospel does not just end at the humanity of Jesus, nor his death, nor his burial, but that he rose again. In fact, the Bible says that his rising again is the basis for our justification. Romans chapter 10, 9 and 10 says, If you believe with your heart the Lord Jesus, and you confess with your mouth that God raised him from the dead, then thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Number four, we said the resurrection established the victory of Christ over sin, over Satan, over death, and the grave. The resurrection did not just um, establish defeat over Satan alone, nor sin alone. Are we together? Sin Satan, death, and then the grave. And we did say that anyone, the resurrection has allowed anyone who believes in Jesus today to be a partaker of his life. And I'll talk a bit about that today. And finally, yesterday, we concluded by understanding Revelation the revelation of the resurrection to be that it gives every believer in Christ hope beyond death and hope beyond the grave. The revelation of the resurrection means that whether in life as we know or in death, we stand victorious. The blessed hope beyond the grave, the blessed hope beyond death. Now very quickly for this morning, I want us to go straight to Ephesians chapter 2. In nature, the children of wrath, even as others. Hallelujah. The Bible says, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherein he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, watch this now, had quickened us together with Christ. For by grace ye are saved, and had raised us up together. Say together. So we were quickened together raised up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness to us word who believe we'll stop there so the bible tells us paul was speaking and when we read ephesians chapter one it was essentially a revelation of Christ's exalted position on account of his substitutionary sacrifice on account of his finished work. Paul takes the time to explain to us the extent of his exaltation. Are we together? When we get to chapter 2, Paul now connects us to all of that victory that he explained in chapter 1. I did tell us yesterday and I want you to please take note of this. The most important aspect of redemption is not just the victory that came with the resurrection, but who Jesus won it for. I need to say this. The most important aspect of the resurrection is not just that Jesus defeated sin, 
Satan, uh, death and the grave is who he won it for. Are we together now? Man was all the time the object behind all of that sacrifice. He did not do it for himself. I did emphasize yesterday that everything Jesus later got by conquest, he had it already as God. But he had it alone. Man could not partake of it in that state. And so to show his love for man, he relinquished himself of everything he had and went through the journey again, this time around with man in covenant. So that everything he now had, we had the legitimate ground to be partakers of his divine nature. Are we together? The Bible says, according as his divine power hath given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us into glory and virtue. The next verse says, whereby are given to us great and exceeding, exceeding great and precious promises that by them we might be partakers of his divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So Jesus died. Jesus rose again, but not just for himself. He rose again to bring us into that position. And this is what Paul is explaining to the church in Ephesus, that we are not just to be conscious of the victory of Christ, in terms of him resurrecting alone but that we must know that we have become partakers raised up with him quickened together exalted together seated together at the right hand of God this is profound you believe that shout aloud amen so Ephesians chapter 1 talks about the exaltation of Jesus Ephesians chapter 2 talks about the identification of the saints in and through the exaltation of the Christ. Now, what does this mean? What is the meaning of all this to us? Now, listen carefully. Romans chapter 6 and verse 4. Romans chapter 6 and verse 4. I need to read that scripture and then I establish one or two things and we're done. Romans 6 and verse 4. Here's what the Bible says. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in the newness of life. The implication, watch this now, the implication of our identification with Christ today is that there is a demand upon all the saints to walk in what the Bible calls the newness of life the newness of life is the implication of our identification with Christ in his victory that means if you do not walk in newness of life you are proving through your life that our identification with Christ is a lie there has to be newness of life that emanates from you and I'm going to be explaining to you what the Bible means by the newness of life Hallelujah. There are two dimensions to the newness of life. Number one is called a new way of thinking. And then number two, a new way of living. When the Bible talks about the newness of life, there is a mandate on every believer 
that if it is true that you believe that Jesus died, if it is a fact that he rose again, defeating sin, Satan, death, and the grave, there is a demand upon you. Are we together now? To walk in what Paul calls the newness of life. And I'm saying that the first dimension to the newness of life is a new way of thinking. Say after me, a new way of thinking. Shout it loud and clear. Say a new way of thinking. Colossians chapter 3, please. We'll read from verse 1 to 4. Colossians chapter 3 from verse 1 to 4. The Bible says, If then ye be risen with Christ, if it is true that you are risen with Christ, it says, Seek those things which are above, where Christ seated at the right hand of God, it says, set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. It says, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then we shall also appear with him in glory. So the Bible says, if it is true that you are risen with Christ, there has to be an alteration to your thinking. Your consciousness has to be altered by the Spirit. Now, there are many people who claim they are walking in resurrection power. The average believer will not doubt the fact that redemption where a fact is a fact. But we do not see that captured in our life. The expression of the newness of life as a new way of thinking. We still think in a very defeated way. We still have a consciousness of servitude and subjugation to elemental powers demons, principalities, and so on and so forth. If then ye be risen with Christ, the Bible says, set your affection on the things above and not the things of the earth. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 18. In fact, 17 and 18. The Bible says in verse 18, it says, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts. Notice that the moment salvation affects your spirit, the next place it goes to is your thinking. The quality of your thinking is what determines your walking into the experience of the victory that is in Christ. The Bible emphasizes the health of the mind and the consciousness of the believer. There is a way you can think that aborts the reality of the resurrection power in your life. Hallelujah. Newness of life means a new way of thinking. The consciousness of a victorious life. That yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. That all things work together for the good, not of everybody, of them that love the Lord and those who are the called according to his purpose. That a thousand shall fall by my side and ten thousand by my right side but none shall hurt me. Are we still together? It says with my eyes shall I behold the reward of the wicked. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom shall I be afraid of? The Lord is the strength of my life. That though my beginning be small, yet my later end shall greatly increase. Listen, there is a frame of thinking that the believer must have to walk in the experience of victory. 
as powerful as the Holy Ghost is and was in the life of Jesus, there was a state of thinking. The Bible says, let this mind, Philippians 2 and verse 5, be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. There was a way that Christ taught. There was a way that he conditioned his thinking and his consciousness. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me. The assignment of the God of this world is to blind the minds of believers. He puts a cloud upon your mind. Are we together? Such that in spite of the reality of this that has been finished in Christ according to scripture, many still live defeated lives. Can I tell you? Victorious living comes from victorious thinking. Victorious living comes from victorious thinking. I will emphasize it one last time. Victorious living comes from victorious thinking. And because Satan understands this, he will create things around your life that seems to negate the integrity of God's word and use them to tell you if it is true that you are risen with Christ, if it is true that you are one with Christ, if it is true that you have a positional advantage, why are these things happening to you? And then the carnal man will say it's true. You reduce yourself to a realm where it becomes impossible to walk in victory. Lay your hands on your head in one minute and say, Father, one more time, shout it, say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I contend for transformation I contend for renewal. Pray that prayer in one minute. I contend for transformation. I contend for renewal. There's need to be an alteration in my thinking. I reject thinkings of defeat. Everything that is inconsistent with the victory of Christ. I challenge it by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, you have won the victory. Hallelujah, you have won it all for me. Death could not hold you down. Are you praying? You are the reason. You're seated in majesty. You are the risen King. One more time from the depth of your heart. Hallelujah. You have won the Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. If that whatsoever is household of David, once it is born of God, 
it overcometh the world. If what whatsoever a member, a businessman, a man of God, once you are born of God, the Bible says the capacity to overcome is there. I overcame. Hallelujah. Where are my people again? Help me. You won the victory. Hallelujah. I overcame. Prophesy. Hallelujah. You won the victory. Hallelujah. Let the devil hear you. Sing it one more time. I overcame. Sing it from your heart. I overcame. See your business rising as you are singing this song. See your health coming back to life as you sing this song. See household of David coming back to life as you are singing this song. A new dimension, the newness of life as a result of the resurrection power. my enemies though I fall yet I will rise again there is a seed an incorruptible seed as a result of the resurrection power I'm speaking to someone here perhaps things have gone down in your life perhaps your children have gone down and you are asking can anything good come out of Nazareth do not downplay the power that raised Christ from the dead if it took him from Hades to the earth from the earth to the throne that power can take you from anywhere to anywhere. Anywhere to anywhere. Hear me? But it depends on the quality of the consciousness that you have. Your pastor, in spite of all that has happened, he refused to look not at the things that are, but the things that are to come. He shelved it with the confidence of a matured believer and began to move forward this is why we are gathered here Pastor Shola had the legitimacy to say you know what this has happened cancel the conference I need some time to get my mind back and it would have still been justified but the excellency of a transformed mind by this somebody needs to go back to that business that has died you have cried for too long Go back again. Master, we have toiled all night. Nevertheless, at your word. Now that you have received words all through the week about the resurrection power, don't waste it. Change your thinking. Let the mockers mock while you rise. The truth died, but only died for three days. And it came back to life. Don't talk about the Jesus that is dead when there is a Jesus that is exalted now. Don't talk about the business that was dead whereas the resurrection power has brought it back to life. Your thinking. Lay your hands again one more time on your head and say in the name of Jesus, the thoughts of defeat, the thoughts of death, I come against it by the power of the Holy Ghost. 
Someone is praying. Challenge it in my life, in my health, in ministry. He died and rose again, giving me that victory. I declare I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. I and the children that the Lord has given to me, we are for signs and for wonders. Go ahead and pray. I overcame. Hallelujah. He won the victory. Hallelujah. I overcame. After church today, if I were you, I will not only go and get the messages together, I will go and write the list of the 10 foundational thought patterns in my mind. And if I find them antichrist, that becomes my next project. I will not think this way again. I will not think this way again. So that defeated person is not the defeated person Jesus no 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 don't accept that nonsense there are ways I will never think about myself no 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 you need to begin to think like Christ I am a blessing not a curse say it one more time say it say I am above and not beneath honestly you need to believe this if you don't believe it, you will never rise. This is not just some Pentecostal gibberish. This is how the kingdom functions. Jesus himself said he would die, but he would come back to life. If he kept quiet, he wouldn't have come back to life. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Not just wish so. Let the blessed of the Lord say so. Exalted of the Lord say so anointed of the Lord say so Philemon 1 verse 6 says that the communication of your faith might become effectual through the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you in Christ the acknowledging 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 in the name of Jesus the path of the just that describes me is as a shining light I will never have a better yesterday in my life. Never have a better yesterday. It says, as your days are, so shall your strength be. Don't tell me the older I get, the more I should deplete. That is not the economy of heaven. It says, they that be planted in the house of God, they shall flourish in the courts of our God. Have you removed that from your Bible? It says, in old age, you shall be fat and flourishing. Seeing then that you are risen with Christ, household of David, body of Christ set your affection your thinking it is true that economically people have been challenged and we sympathize with as a nation and as a people but in the name of Jesus my faith delivers my portion my faith delivers my portion this is the victory the Bible says that overcometh the world even our faith 
that when men say there is a casting down for me it is that there is a lifting up do you believe that you're thinking you need to leave this conference with a renewed mind this is what you need to leave with. in the name of Jesus I am not weak I am strong I may not have a job yet in Lagos but in the name of Jesus the increase of the earth is for all and even the king is fed from that which comes from the field that means there is a portion for me by the power of the Holy Spirit you invoke the resurrection power in the name of Jesus where my father could not go where my mother could not go my entire siblings are depending on me perhaps the only one who is saved in my lifetime I will demonstrate the excellency of what partnership with Jesus means this is how to think I am victorious I have overcome I am victorious I have overcome I am victorious I have overcome I am victorious. I have. Let me tell you this. Honestly speaking, this is my Bible. And I sincerely believe the truth of God's word that is written here. I don't read my Bible because I'm a preacher. When I read here that thou shalt be exalted above all the nations of the earth, I believed it. You see, you don't have an advantage outside of the word of God. Anybody who claims to give you any leverage outside of the word of God is only deceiving you. Because vain is the help of man, I tell you. Vain is the help of man. Let this mind be in you. God will use men to lift you. God will use men to bless you. There are some of you who do not believe the words of Jesus. But you are there crying and say, oh God, but my uncle said you will help me. My dear one, let me give you a kind advice so that you will live longer than you are trying to deplete yourself from now. Take your mind away from your uncle and look unto Jesus. The Bible says they looked unto him and their faces were lightened. There are 8 billion people on earth and God can use anybody, including your uncle. If your uncle says no, when God says yes, he will find a man who will still say yes. I'm saying this, let this be the year that you experience victory indeed. Are we together now? You're thinking. When people come around you and they are gossiping and making all kinds of negative, politely smile them away and leave. You are protecting your mind. You are guarding your understanding. Don't program a defeated life. No. Have you seen everything that is happening in this country? Will we survive at all? And the devil is waiting for you to participate in that conversation. I live a victorious life. I live a victorious life. When you speak over household of David, Pastor Paul, you said something yesterday was, that was so profound. He said, get the picture of a bond building out of your mind. 
Have you done that already? Every time you look at household of David, don't look at a building that was gutted by fire. No, no. Look at a brand new building. That picture, if you don't have it, get it and put it before you. And say, this is where we are going to. This one thing I do, forgetting the things that are behind and reaching forth over the things that are before me. He said, I press. I press. I press. Let me give you the final one and we're done. Is someone getting blessed already? So the resurrection power brings us into the reality of the newness of life. The first dimension is the quality of your thinking. Victorious, word-compliant thinking. And then the next dimension to the newness of life is a new way of living. A new way of living. Let me read for you Ephesians 4 from verse 17. Please lend me your attention as I read. Ephesians chapter 4 from verse 17. Ephesians 4 from verse 17. Here's what the Bible says. This I say therefore and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind having the understanding darkened being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart watch this now who being past feeling have given themselves over to lasciviousness to walk all on cleanliness with greediness but you have not so learned Christ. He's teaching God's people how to live now. If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. That you put off. Now pay attention. Put off concerning the former conversation. The old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Watch this now. He says, be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more. But rather let him labor walking with his hands the thing which is good that he may give to him that needed. Then he says, let no corrupt communication. He's teaching you how to live now. Proceed from your mouth. But that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace to the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Two more verses. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger, clamor and evil and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be ye kind one to another, tender hearted forgiving one another even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. Shout a loud amen. He's teaching you how to live that the resurrection power imparts a grace upon you 
that biologically you cannot have. Are we together? The grace to love even the unlovable. The grace to forgive. The grace to be void of anger and bitterness. Let me tell you the truth. The, the reality of the victorious life must be seen in your life practically here and now. If you still hate now the way you were before you were saved, what then is the value? If you still walk in the limitations that you still had yesterday, all the character challenges you had yesterday, after 10 years, 20 years, they are still there again. What then is the value? Are we together? It matters how you live now that you have the newness of life. And the Bible begins to describe it that you must speak right. Hallelujah. Don't go around cursing and insulting people and then praying in tongues and saying, that's how we are in all our family. In fact, I'm the least. You've not had my elder ones. That's why. What you need is the resurrection power. You who ordinarily, if someone is talking, you just keep quiet. And the next thing the person is, is a slap. But now the resurrection power has worked upon you. And you can calm down in the midst of storms. And people look at you and say, this is not you. And you say, you are right. This is not me. This is Christ living in me. The me before will give you a slap for sure. But now Christ. Are we together? Can I tell you? I know that we are transiting and we are growing. But truly, if you are a believer and you are not changing in character. If what the Bible calls the fruit of the spirit is not progressively finding expression in you are we together then you are not allowing the resurrection power work in you i hope you know the resurrection power is not just for signs and wonders it is also an empowerment for christ-like living it is impossible to live like christ in this annoying bedeviled world without the empowerment of the spirit someone looks at you in your office and says if by next week you are still in this office then let me even die. That's how determined he is to remove you. And you say, okay, you will now know the village I come from. And you get, and people start acting as though they are not saying, uh-uh. Christ-like living. That when people see you, listen, if the resurrection power is at work in you, let me submit to you with all due respect. People should not just see you and say, ah, you look like a Yoruba man. You look like an Igbo man. You look like a house man, a South Southerner. You have been so immersed in a new culture, a new life. They will not even be able to trace you to any joke because the only place they can trace you coming from is heaven. You have been so transformed that it is difficult. They ask you, where are you coming from? And you say, I'm from so-so-so place. And the person steps back and says, it's not true. The people from this place that I know, this is not how they behave. You say, you are right. I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ that lives in me. And this life that I live today in the flesh, that is the body, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Do you believe what you're hearing? Christ-like thinking and Christ-like living. You get up in the morning and you greet people. Courtesy, value. Good morning, sir. And they say, you? You say, yes, me. What happened? I came to household of David, a conference for about five days, and I became transformed. I have learned about the resurrection power, and I'm allowing it to change me from inside out. Come on now. 
change from inside out. The way you speak, the way you act, you now become empathetic. You see someone crying, you don't leave them and say, that's your business. No, what is wrong? Is there a way I can help? Even if I cannot give you money, can we pray? By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. Not when you pray in tongues. Are we together? Not just when you perform miracles. When you have love. Here's how the Bible puts it. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship, koinonia, of the Holy Spirit. It says to abide with you forever. Let me wrap up. No matter how much of a miracle worker you are, no matter how much of a sign producer you are, if the character of the Christ, and when I talk about the character of the Christ, in one word, it is love. Then in all its expressions, you call it the fruit of the Spirit. Can I tell you the truth? The distinguishing factor between a believer and an unbeliever is not just signs and wonders. Now, many have aligned to receive the resurrection power in terms of its charismatic manifestation. Miracles, signs and wonders. But when you come close to their lives, you don't find Christ. There is no victorious Christ-like thinking. There is no victorious Christ-like living. God is calling us right now in addition to the charismatic dimension of the resurrection power that you must allow that power to walk in you inside out love joy peace patience in the midst of storms you are unperturbed stability by the spirit credited to the resurrection power are we together now when you hear a sad news you who would panic before you are in perfect peace because he keepeth his bones and none is missing an unusual manifestation. Ordinary men would not walk like that. But this is the excellency of the resurrection power. Same power that conquered the grave lives in me. Lives in me. Just hear me sing this two times and we stand. Your love that rescued the earth lives in me lives in me same power that conquered the grave lives in me lives in me I like this part your love that rescued the earth lives in me lives in me can you join me sing it one time same power please rise on your feet Listen me, your love, your love that rescued me. By this teaching this morning, I want you to declare no more hate, no more unforgiveness, no more jealousy, no, no more pride. It is gone in the name of Jesus. This is a new man. I came to church an old version of me. Now I have allowed the resurrection power to walk from inside out. From inside out. Transforming me. Imparting grace upon my life. But changing me from inside out. 
the angry person that came is not the angry person going back the jealous person that came is not the envious bitter person going i am joyful full of the holy ghost full of the holy ghost this is what it means to be raised up with christ hear me we are not just raised up into signs and wonders we are not just raised up into supernatural manifestations we are raised up into a new life a life that can only be seen in heaven you are importing heaven's life on earth regardless your tribe regardless your background i'm going to lead you to pray two prayers as we close prayer number one father everything in my life that does not reflect the workings of the resurrection power i yield myself let it leave now go ahead and pray go ahead and pray take my heart and mold it take my mind are you praying transform it take my will conform it to yours to yours oh lord one more time take my Bible says seeing then that we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses it says let us lay aside two things number one every weight number two the sin that doth easily beset us and then it says to run with perseverance the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus the Bible says the author and the finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross and despise the shame that everything that is not Christ-like in me let it be driven away by the resurrection power that is in Christ everything anger bitterness lust let it go unforgiveness let it go over my dead body let that statement leave me it will never never be part of my life again this is what it means to be a child of God purged from the inside out prayer point number two every blessing that came with the resurrection it must begin to show in my life right now go ahead and pray every blessing every blessing Ephesians 1 and verse 3 that God had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive for us blessings and honor and riches and power and strength go ahead and pray every blessing that came with the resurrection it begins to show in my life it begins to speak in my life someone is praying someone is praying every blessing financial increase I receive wisdom I receive 
power for signs, wonders I receive. Favor I receive. Speed I receive. Everything Jesus died for. Everything he rose again to make happen in my life. I walk in the fullness of that victory. The fullness of that resurrection power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now this morning, if you came here sick in your body, I want you to lay your hands there very quickly. I just want to speak a word. Lay your hands. And if you came with a loved one or you are standing in for a loved one, lay your hands there. The victory that is in Christ must find expression in your entire tripartite nature your spirit has been saved your mind is being transformed but your body must also experience the resurrection power hear me the bible says if that same spirit that raised christ from the dead that same not another that same spirit the allos paraclet that raised christ from the dead that if he dwells in your mortal body that same spirit will revitalize, quicken, make alive, renew, regenerate, recreate if need be. I want to pray for you now. You've been told by a doctor that your organs are failing. Prostate, some lump somewhere, fibroids, infertility. You are not able to move. You are not able to speak. Your mind is losing its coordination, no matter what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, that dead body of Jesus was lying down there for three days. You are not dead yet. The Bible says there is hope for a living. Lazarus was dead for three days. He said, our brother sleepeth. And Martha, Mary said, if you were here, he says, but even now I know. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Keep your hands there. I'm praying for you now. Father, I decree and declare over the household of David. I decree and declare over every believer who is connecting by faith. Trusting to see your resurrection power speak in their lives. Right now I decree and I declare. Every spirit that is back of any infirmity. By whatever name it is called. We come against you now in the name of Jesus. We come against you now in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare every blood condition be healed now. Shout a believer's amen. Every bone condition be healed now. High blood pressure go down now infertility issues be corrected now anyone having traces of cancer whatever stage it is let there be a reversal now heart conditions be healed now bone conditions be healed now any kind of difficulty in using your organs, liver problems, kidney problems, perhaps not for you, but for someone you know, be healed in the name of Jesus. Eye conditions, be healed.
healed in the name of Jesus. Ear conditions, be healed in the name of Jesus. Migraines, be healed in the name of Jesus. And hear me, in the name of Jesus, I want to pray for you. It was the resurrection power that translated Jesus by the Holy Ghost from Hades, the place of the dead, brought him to earth and from earth took him to heaven until he sat there. Everywhere you have gone down, I'm speaking to someone by the Spirit, that same power, the power does not take people down, it only takes people up. Therefore, I declare, as you have been risen with Christ in the Spirit, rise also in destiny. As you have been risen with Christ in the Spirit, rise in your finances, rise in your home, rise in your health, in the name of Jesus Christ. By this prayer, I prophesy over you, nothing dies in your life. Oh, you are not shouting a believer's amen. In 2024, household of David, nothing dies in your hands. In the name of Jesus Christ. And anything that threatens your joy, anything that threatens your peace, to bring perpetual tears out of your eyes, may my God take it far from you. Hallelujah. Do you know, when Jesus rose again, the first person to see him as a resurrected Christ was Mary. And when she saw him, she said, Rabboni, he said, do not touch me, but go and tell others. The resurrection power will always call people who will announce you and announce what God is doing in your life. I'm praying for someone by the mystery of the resurrection power. Whoever needs to announce your products, announce your rising, announce what is God is doing in your life. I decree that from this day, may God bring them to your life in the name of Jesus Christ. When Jesus rose again, all of the military people who were there were called together and they were offered bribe that she should shut down that good news. Every power that wants to shut down any good news in your life, that God is doing great things in your life and your office, but the people who should hear it and reward you, the news does not get to them. May this same power, in the name of Jesus, announce you to your helpers, announce you to your lifters, announce you to your helpers, announce you to your lifters, for in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Give Jesus a big hand clap. Hallelujah. Keep standing everybody. I will not take for granted that everyone standing here this morning has met the resurrection and the life. Every time God gathers a people like this, he adds daily daily as many as should be saved i believe that someone came to church this morning perhaps invited by others perhaps you came to see a church that has demonstrated resilience and strength even in the midst of storm and whilst you heard me teach and preach the holy ghost began to speak to you 
You should not allow this conference end without you experiencing Jesus, not just as a prophet, not just as a miracle worker, but as the resurrection and the life. I'm standing here in partnership with the grace upon the angel of this house. And I want you to give me the honor to invite you. Number one, to make Jesus Lord of your life consciously and truthfully. Number two, perhaps for someone here you are saying, Apostle, I remember making this salvation decision, but honestly as it is, my life has gone haywire. I need to rededicate my life. It doesn't matter what category, the first or the second. I'm going to count one to five. I only need one sincere person who will not lie to himself. One sincere person who loves his destiny. One person who is making this decision, not just for his sake, but even for his children's children. I begin my counting now. Don't wait for anyone to be the first. If you are coming here, run and come and stand here. One. Let's celebrate them as they come. I am your house, your home. I welcome you, Lord, I welcome you. I am your house, come, your home. I welcome you today. Let's sing it on your behalf. I am your house, your home. anyone hears his voice do not harden your heart Jesus calls you to make your life new he calls you so that you will experience the resurrection power of Jesus amen and amen please if you're joining them make that very fast I'm about to lead them to pray now the counselors are giving you a card some of you are crying don't be ashamed of your tears you're standing before the king of kings hallelujah let me request in the next few seconds, please feel it very quickly so that I lead you to make this prayer of salvation. It is the noblest decision that any man and every man can make. And whilst they are writing, let me encourage everyone. Do you know that it's not enough to know and learn about the resurrection power? You must become a witness to that resurrection. Acts chapter 4 and verse 33. It says, and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. That means after service and all through this year and all through your life, someone must come to know Jesus because you are alive. Are we together? You may not be a, an evangelist, but the evangelist is the only office where everyone is permitted to do the work of an evangelist. You may not be able to do the work of an apostle, do the work of a prophet but you can do the work of an evangelist thank you very much my brothers and my sisters let's give them a big god bless you one last time hallelujah thank you the bible says as many who will come to him he will in no wise cast away may i please request that you lift your right hand if you will and say this as loud and as clear as you can say lord jesus one more time say lord jesus 
I have heard your word. I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that you died for my sin. I believe that you rose again for my justification. Right now, I receive your life into my spirit. I declare that the power of sin, Satan, hell, and the grave is broken over my life. From today and forever, I am a child of God, washed by the blood of the Lamb. I go forward ever and backward never. Amen. Keep those beautiful hands lifted. Father, we thank you. The Bible declares that as many who will come to you, you will in no wise cast away. These precious ones have come declaring your lordship over their lives. And I decree and I declare that based on the integrity of the word of God, your sins are forgiven. And we call you bona fide recipients of the life of God. We impart upon you the resurrection power. The grace that empowers you to live victorious lives. In the name of Jesus, you walk guilt-free, full of faith, full of joy, unspeakable, even full of glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much. Now please, I want you to do me one last favor. Just move to my right. That will be your left. And you have a counselor who will just have a quick word with you. And then you'll be back to your seat. Can we honor them as they go? Amen. Hallelujah. I have the honor of receiving our offerings this morning as a final function. Let me request that you prepare your offering, everyone. The next few seconds, please put your offerings together, whether online. I presume that um, the multimedia screens would project the account details. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9 says, Ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that ye through his poverty might become rich. Second Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8 says, And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, so that ye having sufficiency in all things that you abound in every good work. The revelation behind giving is that number one, we love God. We love God. The basis for our giving is not just a transactional coercion. We are not using seeds to manipulate the hand of God into bringing increase. We are motivated, number one, by our love for Jesus. But number two, we give because it is an ordinance. It is one of the mysteries of the kingdom that controls our increase. Giving was the principle that God used to bring many sons into glory. He took his one and only son, Jesus, sowed him as a seed in the earth, and the harvest that does not stop today, many sons that have been called into glory. Likewise, when you sow your seed with understanding, wrapped up by your love for Jesus and for his house, the Bible guarantees that there is a harvest. And as touching the harvest, some 30-fold, some 60-fold, and some 100-fold. We are going to pray over our offerings and any and all kinds of seeds. Perhaps there are people here, beyond your offering, you came to connect with what God is doing with the ministry. 
in light of all that has happened you've been led by God to sow generously I have my own seed you know for the church the vision for the building project and to stand with the church one of the things I believe that we have learned through this situation is that the body of Christ is gradually attaining a state of maturity where what becomes the pain of one is the pain of all are you ready with your seats father in the name of jesus we thank you for the givings of god's people we give because we love you you gave the greatest gift to us all lord it's a pleasure and a privilege to come with all that we have to give to you this morning our tithes our offerings our vows kingdom connections prophet offerings in whatever form and whatever manner we have brought them we pray that first like the macedonian church that you accept us and then you accept our givings and i pray for every giver you are blessed shout aloud amen i pray over your life and i pray over your seats you are blessed by this giving you go from glory to glory by this giving the devourer is rebuked the lord will place it in the hands of many to bless you this year unending blessing in all its ramifications in the name of jesus christ amen and amen please give with joy give with gladness of heart pastor shola thank you so very much household of david may the lord bless you and increase you in jesus name